0: I met a little girl just the other day. Her name is Fancy Nancy. She's got more than I can say. she got a real doll statue with the shades and stuff. I get to shaking and see me. That was fun. She called me Fancy Nancy. Woo! Fancy Nancy, yeah. She got it all. Nancy,
1: you got it all.
2: I got it all, and then I lost my switchboard. When my, oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> Trying to get everything done at once. Welcome to What's the Buzz New York with your host, Nancy Lombardo. The chat room is open. I will be going back and forth to the chat room to see who's in it or not. <laughs> and uh, we'll check that out. Okay. Uh, let's uh, start with a little uh, something, something. I don't know what do we want to start with today? Okay, uh, all right, here we go. Why not this fools rush in
0: where angels fit a tread? And so I come to you, my love, my heart above my head. Though I danger there If there's a chance for me then I don't care Romance is a game for fools I used to say A game and grin <laughs> and then you Fall in love
2: Hey, thank you, Lucy Hernandez. Betty Jo Tucker, Movie of Headquarters, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio, and it will be Debbie Reynolds this week, so you want to check that out, what a stellar interview,
0: don't want to miss that, uh,
2: Betty Jo Tucker, Movie at Headquarters, this Tuesday, 4 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio, also tonight, Nancy Giles hosts the Mosquito at the monthly Comedy Variety Show at Dixon Place, uh, that's tonight, And uh, at 7.30 at Dixon Place, and Dixon Place is 161A Christie Street, 161A Christie Street between Rivington and Delancey. Always a great great cast lineup, and uh, uh, love love Nancy, love the Nancy. She's had a lot of great Pat's guests and uh, present guests, so check them out. It's at Dixon Place tonight, 7.30. Okay, also, no name and a bag of chips. Oh, one of my favorite shows at Otto, Shrunken Head, and Tiki Bar uh, this Friday, and that'll be at uh, 7 p.m., and that's between Avenue A and B, closer to B. It's 538 East 14th Street. Okay, and you walk right in, and it's going to be a great lineup. i got to see so many people here. Uh, There's so many people anyway. uh, The band is great, too. The similar replacements, Call Fortunato Fernando Morales uh, Gonzalez. No cover, no minimum. Check it out, and the giveaway stuff at the end. No name in the bag of chips. The nineteenth, seven p.m. at Auto Shrunken Head Antiques Bar. You want to check that out? There you go. There's my plugs. I, b- I just didn't get plugged. Okay. Uh, yeah, a little New Yorkie music to go with it. Mm-hmm.
1: the perfect place to take a walk Full of fun and fancy weeds It looks down on pricey shops That feed all your fashion needs It's the High Line It's a park up in the sky The High Line Though I'm still not certain why People from all over Stroll and smile and stop the camera snap away because everything's a photo op. The high line is a fine sign that things are looking up. Strangers pass each other and I gladly say, what's I You'll see the weird. Everyone thinks it's fab The only place in town where you won't get knocked down by a cab The Hudson River glimmers, New Jersey gives a glow. You can sit in a cut-out wedge that in winter fills with snow. The High Line is a gold mine.
2: him out Tom Caruso. All right, uh, one more plug. Kathy Park presents Ten Penny Comedy Show Sunday, this Sunday the 14th from 3 to 5 p.m. Admission is free and there's a happy hour to Coney Island Baby, 169 Avenue A between 10th and 11th Street. www.coneyislandbaby, All right, and it's a great lineup including me. 3 to 5 this Sunday Lots of fun. Lots of fun and happy hour prices. All righty. I'm going to play a little uh, Taylor Negroni passed away, but this is uh, the best spoken word story ever. And it's by Taylor Negroni. And I'm not going to give anything away. You just listen up.
0: Please welcome Taylor
2: Negroni.
3: I was born in Los Angeles in a house in a canyon that was in a nest of palm trees that casted these thin, unmoving shadows like prison bars. It was very California Gothic. <laughs> I I'm very California Gothic. I am the child of those people that you used to see in the ads for cigarettes in the back of Life magazine. Those handsome people that were always wearing terry cloth robes and, and penny loafers, smoking cigarettes, looking like they just heard the funniest joke of their life. The Marlboro man met the Virginia Slims woman and had me. <laughs> it's very California gothic to have your best friend's mother, who is a movie star, keep her cracked Oscar in the kitchen next to the salt and the cumin and the cumadin. It's very California gothic to see Joan Didion crying at the wheel of her green Jaguar on Park below Ventura. It's very California gothic to have a cousin who is a rock star. My cousin is Chuck Negron, the lead singer for the group Three Dog Night. And he bore a startling resemblance to Charles Manson. Now, when you were a kid like me in 1970, growing up in Los Angeles, you knew that you, cha- that you shared the city with Charles Manson and his family. Because that grisly, murderous night of mayhem and helter-skelter was all anybody could talk about. And for those of you who are too young to know what helter-skelter is, it's um, kind of like twerking, but with blood. And <laughs> it was really scary. Really horrifying. And, and my parents, they were always going out on the town. They were always getting dressed up and leaving like in madmen, right? They just left me alone. They just went out. One night my father came in and he said, um, I want you to close all these doors and windows. I don't want these hippies to come in here and degut you. You heard him. That was an option in my childhood to be degutted. And it and it left a tremendous psychic scar on my life that has stayed with me forever. And, I, and I'm still very disturbed by, by, by hippies and long hairs and, and headbands and large candles and beads and bandanas. I just don't like any of it. But um, I was only 12 years old. I, 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 was, I, was a, I was a tween, I was a changeling. I was changing into a man. But childhood is a a place where your fears are disproportionate. They're huge. But then so are your goals. And and that's where the magic can happen, in these goals. And my goal when I was a child was to own a gorilla. or uh, you know, a monkey or an ape, anything from the monkey-ape gorilla family. I just wanted someone to uh, you know, be able to play hide-and-go-seek with, um, swim, uh, shoot dice, um, light ironing. <laughs> and uh, my parents were these really emphatic kind of ghetto people from New York City, right, who didn't like animals at all. And my mother said, look, you will never, ever see a monkey walk through that door. (laughs) But something very magical happened (laughs) that Christmas of 1970. You see, my uncle Ishmael, that was his real name, Ishmael, he was a trucker and he had, He had his own flatbed truck, which meant that he could follow other people around who had flatbed trucks and pick up what fell off of theirs. (laughs) And one day he was closing down this raggedy-ass Circus Vargas in the Hollywood Bowl parking lot on Highland, and he came across a monkey that somebody was throwing out, (laughs) a live monkey named Carol. <laughs> two R's, two L's. And we knew it was called Carol because it had its own cage with its name on it. And that is what changed the deal in with my parents. Because they're, they are emphatic New Yorkers. So they said, well, if it's, if it's free <laughs> and it comes with a cage... <laughs> What harm can it do? Well, Carol came to the house. I was so excited. Carol arrived on that flatbed truck on a pile of grapefruits in his cage. And when I went out there and greeted him and I looked into those big round eyes, I knew that that I would understand everything that monkey had to say to me and that I would experience unconditional love. Well, the monkey promptly squatted, shat into its hand, and then threw it into my eye, underpaw. And from the shadow, I heard the ice clink in my mom's drink. And she said, that's your monkey. I loved my monkey so much and I stuck with my monkey while everybody turned against my monkey. Sometimes they even put a sheet over its cage. I stuck with my monkey when my monkey willfully and intentionally fucked my grandmother's mink hat and I took the blame. Carol was my most cherished early Christmas present but Carol was not the only unexpected visitor that season. One Christmas night, the Santa Ana winds blew too hard against the glass in cold, frightening Los Angeles. I had fallen asleep into a deep Christmas sleep and I looked out the window. And I saw a van pull up in front of the house, turn off, and just stop. Nothing happened for 30 minutes. Nothing happened. And I thought to myself, this is it. This is my nightmare. It's going to come true. And I thought to myself, well, at least I made it to 12. Then I looked out and, and, and the door opened up and then finally this plume of smoke rolled out and these hippies came out on wobbly feet and started slinking up to the front of the house. And as the cast of Woodstock approached, I, 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 I felt vulnerable in my, in, in my Charlie Brown sleeping t-shirt. And I waited for the physical and emotional attack to begin. There was a knock on the door. And I heard my mother's voice muffled. I I knew she was dead, throats cut. I I had read the papers. But then I I heard her say, grilled cheese sandwiches for everyone. Why was my mother giving protein to a serial killer? And then there was a blast as my father came into my room and he said, your cousin Chuck is here, come down. And I timidly followed my father down the stairs to see in the living room what appeared to be Mama Cass Elliot, Jim Morrison, and assorted long hairs devouring Christmas cookies. My cousin stood shyly holding a three-dog night album at the stereo. And he told us he was going to play a song for us that no one had ever heard before. Side one, song A. Jeremiah was a bullfrog, was a good friend of mine. I never understood a single word he said, but I helped him a drink of his wine. And on that cold, windy night, everyone stood up and started to dance. My, 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 my father grabbed my mother and they started to dance. I looked over and Jim Morrison, the Jim Morrison, was dancing the jitterbug with my grandmother on the coffee table. <laughs> it was so extraordinary, it was so magnificent. The hippies and the long hairs were all singing along to choruses of joy to the world. Oh, the boys and girls now. And then the song was over and someone picked up the needle and put it back at the beginning. And the song continued and the dancing continued. And there's something emblematic about certain California Christmas memories. And and here is one that is transcendent. Rock and roll. And this is what made my monkey, legendary. He came down, hurtling down the stairs and went right up to the stereo and started dancing. (laughs) Had we forgotten? Carol was a circus monkey. And this was her cue. You know I love the ladies. Her arms, his arms outstretched like rubber bands, and he, he started picking off the ornaments from the Christmas tree. Love to have my fun. The monkey started to juggle. <laughs> I'm a high night rider and a rainbow flyer, a straight-shooting son of a gun. I said, a straight. I wish you were all there to have seen the expression on those stoned. <laughs> on it, we found out later, LSD. Hippies and my grandmother, my grandmother as Carol, my monkey, rightfully claim the spotlight glee is a very good word to use because that's what it was pure happiness and glee because i was 12 years old and i was alive (laughs) and i had escaped manson's knife (laughs) and i had a monkey with talent (laughs) and as everybody danced and as everybody laughed and as everybody ate cookies i looked at my family i looked at these people and all of their crimes, past, present, and future, seemed to just spill out and dissolve into the contours of the blue shag rug. And as Carol balanced an ashtray on his nose, it was as though I was looking into my future, because I realized all the glorious things that could happen with music and with joy. And that Christmas, the last one that I was ever a child, I learned a very important lesson that I'd like to pass on to you all tonight. And that's that no matter how horrible your day is, and no matter how scary your night is, everything can turn on a dime and with a knock on the door. Thank you.
2: Wasn't that terrific? They're really going One too soon. What a brilliant mind. I love that story. It's such, a, such a great, great spoken word story. Okay, well, we're winding down our show. Uh, don't forget, this Sunday, 3 to 5, Coney Island Baby. It's Kathy Burke's 10 Penny Comedy Show. So you want to catch that show. All right, what can we finish up on uh, this week? Uh, it has been such a week, has it not? Yes it has. I'm Nancy Lombardo. This is What's the Buzz New York? And I'm your host. So check it out. We'll go on with a little crazy scat. Here we go. I won't dream of being chased through a dollhouse by a white lobster that wore glitter and spoke with a French accent. Now what this meant I'll never know But I do know if I told
0: anybody I'd be labeled a lunatic And labeling
4: wrong My lessons for the public good Let's say you're at a party
2: And you can take out a labeling gun And start tagging people
4: like they do in Wild Kingdom Wacko, You know
2: Friendly like the guys in the office Or your boss is really nice Except in an earthquake You'd
0: really be thinking He's old He's slow I can beat
4: him to the Georgia Oh yeah LA's a
2: jammed up situation I have enough thoughts so I wouldn't purposely Build my
4: home over one
2: The one time I was not even next
4: thing like so so anytime you think i'm
0: crazy you're
4: probably
2: Bye-bye.